beautiful starlings, and welcome back to the Goldenverse. Now it's been some time, at least two, three weeks, I think, right? About a month. A month. <laughs> Almost. Um, so yeah. Uh, hope you've been great. I hope your week, and uh, I guess it's three weeks now have been good, great even, uh, or at least decent, you know, it doesn't have to always be the most wonderful, but at least decent. <laughs> um, so some things have happened between now and last time, uh, not too much further uh, into the comic, haven't gotten that written down. But, I have um, gotten the go-ahead, almost, uh, to start testosterone. Uh, for those who don't know, I don't know if I touched upon it in the last episode, I think I did, but hi, I'm Gabriel Walden, uh, I'm a Norwegian, and I'm a trans man. Which means I was born in a female body. I was born and assigned female at birth. And then realized, oh shit, I'm not a female. <laughs> um, so I've been through the last, like what, three, four years? 2018, 19, 20, 21. It's been like... 2018 I started therapy to get uh, to the spicy parts you know testosterone top surgery those things uh, but I realized back in like 2017 16 it's been like four three four years and last week Tuesday last week I went on a one-day trip to Oslo, or Oslo, as some of you native English speakers might say, um, and that was a nightmare. Uh, for context, if you look at the map of Norway, uh, take your thumb from the top of Norway, if this map is small, Find a world map, go to Norway, take your thumb on top of Norway, from the top, uh, and don't zoom in, just put your thumb there, and to, from like the top to the bottom of your nail, that is ish, that is about around where I live, and then you look from there, down to Oslo. I basically traveled across the entire fucking country in one day just for like two hours, not even, it was like one hour, to the doctors, just answering some questions, taking some blood tests, and then I had to go home. And all of that only because Rikshospitalet has capital 
on anything trans. Don't get me wrong, the guy I talked to, the endocrinologue, I think that's how you pronounce it in English, I might be wrong, but he was very nice, very okay dude, very cool, but I must say, it would have been so, so much easier if they had just sent one up to the north instead of me having to go all the way down to Oslo. Like, why? Why is that? Why is that? Why? 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 <laughs> but either way, I went down. It was a nightmare because I almost got lost in Centrum of Oslo. For context, again, I come from a tiny little town up in North Norway. A place called Nelø. You can look it up. It's like basically a country town. We live in the fucking middle of nowhere. Right now I live in like a town-ish. A city-ish. Not a city. A town. Um, but it is so much smaller. So like ginormously smaller than Oslo. Like, I don't even have words to describe the difference. All you need to know is that it's extremely fucking easy to get lost of where you're going. And especially when, because like, another thing is that Norway has um, this thing called helpful uh, and they're like a organization that helps with um, traveling. So for example, I didn't have to pay for the plane tickets down to the doctor's office myself because we have basically free healthcare because it's get it, it gets taken care of because we pay taxes. Um, and because of that, I can call into Helpful, say, "Hey, I have, uh, I need help with like traveling money," and they, um, they p- basically paid for my plane tickets. But they always choose the least expensive, least expensive option, and because of that, that's the only reason why it was a one-day trip is because I it was possible to have it a one-day trip therefore they did that and if and that then gave me like what two hours once I had arrived finally in centrum of Oslo I had two hours to get to where I needed to be, but again, I got lost, so I ended up being too late to my appointment, which sucked ass, 
and I thought in that moment when I was finally gotten on the tick to get up to the hospital I was literally about to cry because I knew I was late I knew I wasn't gonna make it and once I had gotten up to the office that the 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 and in the department that I was supposed to be in I literally was about to break down crying because I thought I had just missed my shot and had to wait at least half a year more to take just some stupid blood tests answer some questions and get testosterone luckily for me the office where they take blood tests which was still open and the doctor was still there which was a blessing in disguise well not in disguise but just generally a blessing (laughs) but it was just i was like oh my god like 10 tons just was lifted from my shoulders and i'm never doing that again if i don't absolutely fucking have to for some stupid reason But good news is that hopefully I won't fucking have to, because if I don't get a call by next Tuesday, I can basically just go down to, what's it called? The place you get your medicine. I don't remember. God damn it. But uh, in Norway, we call it apotek. Um, the place you get your medicine at. I don't remember what it's called right now. But the place you get your medicine at. And I can just say my name, personal information, and boom, I have testosterone. Uh, thing about Norway, though, is that I don't, I'm not allowed to take it myself. I have to go to a doctor every time. It's not like I go there, they teach me how to do it. And then I'm allowed to do it at home. I have to take it out from the place you get your medicine. And then book an appointment or just call down to the doctor's office and say, Hey, um, can you, when do you have time to put testosterone in me? (laughs) That sucks a little because it would be like, I'm the type of guy who likes to do everything himself. If I can do it myself, I do it myself with almost fucking everything. (laughs) So, I'm. It still hasn't kicked into me. It probably won't even kick in before I've actually gotten testosterone in my body. That, hey, I'm. Allowed to get testosterone. Awesome. And another little like tidbit, um, funny thing. Uh, well, it's not really funny. It's just very interesting. Um, I have social anxiety, right? So the trip to Oslo, I was afraid was gonna be fucking nightmare. Luckily for me though, I had barely gotten any fucking sleep. So, another little 
info fact about me when i have when i'm running on like no sleep and no energy anxiety doesn't really get prioritized in my mind because my body is just focused on finding the nearest place to sleep or getting me home and then it doesn't have time or energy to focus on anxiety and when i got to oslo there's this um um it's called plane train basically like literally in norwegian it's flytoget but directly translated it's plane train and it takes you from the plane station like the air- airport to um i like all sorts of places but like the place i needed to go was uslo s which is the main hub of transportation to fucking anywhere it's where the subway goes it's where like um or the subway goes from it's central hub it's uh, right beside the bus station it's right beside like the bus terminal it's uh, right beside um it's basically the centrum of oslo oh sorry <laughs> i bumped into you um so it's basically the centrum of oslo but for some reason they were having issues that day of course the one day i go to oslo the plane train is out of order and i had just bought a ticket and thought okay this is going to be fine i have plenty of time nope <laughs> turns out um instead of a refund and just leaving us to miss our appointments <laughs> they had paid taxes so they were giving out these notes and they were like pairing people together random people totally random people it was just anyone on the station so then i said places that they like picked the person was like where are you going okay you're going to usles who else is going to usles you're you where are you going trunheim no not trunheim uh, fucking lillestrøm okay who who else is going to lillestrøm anyone else you you okay go with them here's your fucking slip to pay the taxi driver have a good day so i got paired up with like three random people and first of all i'm i'm kind of a big guy not the biggest but i take a bit of space and the other three men were <laughs> grown men right we're we're not talking like we were all like 18 year olds that are like fucking super like skinny or anything but, like we're grown men that like take up a lot of space and a taxi was hella fucking tiny like there shouldn't if there shouldn't be allowed they shouldn't be allowed to have three seats if the fucking car isn't big enough or like so and so big like there should be like a there should be a rule 
that like if the car isn't so and so in size you're not allowed to make a third seat because there was literally barely space and me being me tired as all hell a i fell asleep in the cab at some point it's a miracle that i don't that i didn't lose my earbuds because i i realized i had let go in my sleep of one of my earbuds luckily it had landed in the seat and b i was in the middle like the middle seat and like right before i remember before i fell asleep i was sitting there like what a weird circumstance because it first of all it didn't feel real second of all again i have social anxiety in any other fucking circumstance i would have rather walked the hour it took with car which would probably have been like at least like three hours to the city i would have rather in any other circumstance i would have rather fucking walked than sit in a tight ass cab with strangers that i didn't know if it was just me in one cab I wouldn't mind. But sitting so tight, so cramped in a cab with three three strangers, not including the taxi driver, any other circumstance, I would have died on the spot or walked. But because I was tired as hell, I was just sitting there like, this doesn't feel real. (laughs) This feels like some type of fucking movie. (laughs) What is this? Where's the camera? And then I just fell asleep. Because I fall asleep in cars when I'm tired. It's It's usually the best sleep I ever get. And that gave me the sleep I needed to get to my next point. Which when we then finally arrived... I didn't fucking know where to go because I had no idea where the tick was. And I couldn't find any stations and I couldn't find out where the fuck I was supposed to be going. And then someone told me the fucking, like, where to go, but they pointed the wrong goddamn way. So I ended up go- using half an hour just walking the wrong way and when i finally found a trick spot like a a trick stop it turned out to be one of the ones that does not at all go the way it's supposed to like where i need to go so i had to find a bus go back to where i came from and then ask another lady hey how do I get here? How do I get to this ex hospitale? And she told me it's like literally the right outside, like you can't miss it. So I looked the other way. Sure enough, there was the fucking stop I was supposed to be at. And by the time I actually got on the trick, I was already too late. 
so again it's a miracle that i actually got to my fucking appointment in time but yeah that has been my fucking week (laughs) before that i've had two weeks where i haven't gotten to work uh first week was because i had taken the first vaccine woohoo almost fully vaccinated yay um and the second Um, was because I couldn't fucking get up. Like, I, like, in the morning. Get your fucking minds out of the gutter, please. That would be great. (laughs) I couldn't get up. And it's probably, like, I'm still, like, tired as all hell. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. It might be vitamins. I might be missing some vitamins. It shouldn't be. Um, my, um, the fuck's it called? Uh, hypothyroidism? In English? Hypothyroidism, I think. Um, it shouldn't be that. I am all caught up on Levaxine, so it shouldn't be that. So I have no idea what the fuck I'm so tired all the time, and it's not cough like i'm it's not that i'm like um coffee deprived for example uh usually i can drink a lot of fucking coffee in a day and i had like a long while where i didn't drink coffee it shouldn't be like coffee deprived that i'm like craving coffee or something because then i should have gotten up in the morning those mornings i drunk coffee so i have no idea what the fuck is going on? Why I'm so tired? Why I can't get up in the morning? But hey, figure it out sometime. I'm used to it. It's not something new. But yeah, that has been my weeks since I last talked to you guys. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's something more think so the rest of stuff that has been happening since last time i'm gonna talk about later in the other segments i think that's everything for the introduction sorry for talking your head off but i mean you clicked on this podcast so you can't even roll the fucking decision <laughs> um yeah i think that has just been the entirety of my time since uh, last time we talked so let's get into next segment golden verse updates see you in two seconds so golden verse updates um, there hasn't been many, because <laughs> I haven't gotten around to drawing much on the comic, and I'm kind of insecure about my drawing style, because um, I don't feel like the drawings are getting as good as they could be, and I've been like putting off taking more reference pictures, because I need a few reference pictures for some of the um, panels. And I haven't gotten them, so I need to take them. (laughs) 
because um, it's like if I take pi- reference pictures of myself, I can use them without having to credit anyone or pay anything. And they're like my reference pictures, so I can do whatever the fuck I want with them. <laughs> um, so I need to take some of those, um, but I haven't gotten to. But I have thought a bit more about um, the story and like things that's gonna happen later. Uh, I also found out here <laughs> that I might be a maladaptive dreamer. Um, for those who don't know what that is, let me explain it to you. To it to you, um, just briefly. Uh, basically, it's someone who daydreams. And instead of being here, like, in the real world, we spend a lot of time in our head. We often have, like, this gigantic, ginormous universe um, in our head that we escape to. Uh, Some, uh, from what it seems, from what I've understood, some can see characters, either fictional characters from shows or characters they've made up from this universe in their room, some zone out and then uh, act out stuff in their room. I don't do that, mostly because I'm pretty self-aware as well as I am maladaptive dreaming, so I've never really acted much out, but I do have a ginormous um, universe um, that is like in my head. That is basically what Goldenverse is. It is my dreamverse. It is the universe I escaped to, my happy place. And it's a crossover with fucking everything. With everything I watch, with everyone I know in it. And also some of my original characters. It's a ginormous place. (laughs) And it's basically what keeps me going through the day because whenever I have to do tasks that are daunting or mundane, I just like multitask somewhat. And for example, cooking or folding clothes or writing or like, even like things that aren't really like daunting and like boring but like things like drawing things where like i need to multitask to do it i'm usually working on my universe at the same time like i'm in my mental headspace i'm in my dream world i'm daydreaming while doing these things Um, and apparently some people have problems with it like they're daydreaming daydreaming to a degree where uh, they don't function in like daily life properly I think I function pretty well in daily life I mean if I didn't have the maladaptive dreaming I'd A be bored of my fucking ass B probably not be alive right now and C 
if not dead, depressed as fuck. Because though I had, like, when my depression was at its worst, the only thing pulling me through was my dreamscape. Um, so that's great to find out. Uh, great that I'm not alone. Because, like, people, whenever you say, like, oh, I daydream, or, oh, I talk to myself, people will always say, oh, I do that too, I daydream too, I talk to myself too. But when you then try to, like, explain, like, no, you really don't understand, like, I talk to myself, like, like, if I were at a podcast, like, right now, I'm talking to myself, but, like, I talk like this to myself, even when there aren't a microphone recording like i talk to myself like if i was streaming or if i was podcasting or if i was doing stuff and i, I explain stuff to myself all the time the reason i'm starting with podcasting and streaming is because i'm always talking to myself anyways so why not just record it <laughs> you know get get some people like gathered around to listen to you like i'm anyways wasting a lot of energy on talking to myself why not just record it so other people can actually listen to it (laughs) so apparently i'm not alone and from realizing like i have a bit of maladaptive dreaming I realized that, yeah, the Goldenverse is, like, that universe, the dream universe, and, um, now that you know that it's maladaptive dreaming, um, everything that's gonna happen in the comic is gonna be stuff that I've made up, um, throughout the years. Like, again, it's been, like, almost nine years now. Um, almost 10 it's 9 years this year almost 10 years I've been working on this universe in my head (laughs) and uh, it's been more really it's been way more but the universe that I have today Because, like, the universe is the same. It has just evolved and evolved and evolved. But the universe as it is today, the idea of Guardians didn't start before nine years ago-ish. That's when it started. Where I started and, like, thought that, okay, Guardians, that's it. And where I came up with that idea. It's probably not original. Nothing is fucking original in this damn place, but it's it's the thing that makes that like um, differentiates past universe and now universe. Uh, so that's great. <laughs> but again. Um, because I always think about this universe because it's my safe place because 
I go there whenever um, I do literally anything where I don't have to use my brain. <laughs> like, uh, whenever I don't have to talk to someone and think out conversation, and whenever I'm not responsible for something, like when I walk, ca- walk across the street or um, sit in a space, either on the plane or bus or whatever, where I have to keep an eye on things uh, in case we like crash or something, or if I'm responsible for a kid and can't afford to zone uh, out because I have to be aware of what they're doing and like in the moment to be responsible for them. As long as I'm not talking to someone or responsible for something, I'm always thinking about this universe. And because of that, this has been a long intro just to say what I've been thinking out for the universe. Um, Because of that, uh, I've been working on like scenes I want in the comic uh, and things I want to happen and like now that I know it's gonna be a comic I've kind of tried to work out stuff happening um, and try and come up with a timeline for things because like when I when I daydream uh, I'll just make up scenarios I'll make up scenarios in this universe but they're not like I've never really thought of a timeline before. Uh, And in the universe, I have like this... (laughs) It's kind of my um, therapy, in a sense. My self-therapy. There's this scenario. Specific scenario. I keep going back to. All the time. In this dream. In Goldenverse. And... um, it's, it takes place in this um, Guardian training ground. And uh, to explain a little bit about the Guardian training ground, a Guardian training ground is where Guardians go first time they start their quote-unquote service as a Guardian, when they start working as a Guardian. Because you can become a Guardian before you start working as a Guardian. If you become a guardian, get your powers. Like, the comic is about, like, um, my guardian version becoming a guardian, like, getting summoned into a universe, and then they stay in that universe for a long time. The universe in, specifically, the universe is supernatural. They get summoned into Supernatural uh, right before, like, Apocalypse happens. Like, while Apocalypse happens. And they um, live there for quite some while. They become a Guardian then and there. They get their powers, but they don't start working as a Guardian. And that's gonna come later, where they eventually see, okay... The boys are in a spot right now where I can leave them alone for a bit. And then he ventures out and starts working as a guardian. 
And when you, this, when a guardian then decides, okay, I'm going to start working as a guardian, they go to guardian training ground. The guardian training ground is this place. It's basically a labyrinth in like a level-based kind of environment. Uh, if you've seen hopscotch before, like if you've played hopscotch, I think that's what it's called, yeah, right? where you draw with marker or um, chalk on the road and you draw like squares and like you have to jump. The rooms can be kind of, sort of, kind of like that. <laughs> uh, if you imagine uh, hopscotch and then when you get to like where you have to jump with both feet, it splits into roads and you can decide which road you want to take that's kind of how the labyrinth is set up so you get like forks in the road with rooms like squares where you have to choose okay this way or that way and eventually you'll get to the end every like it's not like a labyrinth in the sense that if you go wrong you don't get to the ending you always get to the ending um, the whole um, training ground is meant to test you both physically and morally to test how well you are at fighting skills and kind of train your fighting skills and also test your morality are you chaotic neutral are you What's it called? Truth? Um, lawful? Neutral? Are you lawful good? Are you lawful evil? Are you uh, chaotic good? Chaotic evil? Like, it tests all this top, like, your moral and your physical um, skills. Because if you are if your morals are not to save people, if you're like, if you can't kill those you have to kill, say, if a universe, a person is supposed to be killed in a universe and they don't die, you might have to go in and kill that person to make sure the universe goes the way it's supposed to, that the timeline goes the way it's supposed to, because there could come a butterfly effect from that person not dying and in some sense you'll either have to kill or save people depending on what the timeline uh, at least of the main timeline <laughs> needs like if the main timeline needs that this person die and they don't die you might have to go in and kill them so your morals have to be kind of neutrally but ultimately good like um maybe lawful neutral or lawful evil maybe um so they that's why they test your morals because again you need to be able to kill when it's needed but also ultimately be a quote-unquote hero so this scenario is set in a guardian training ground 
and um, I'm gonna refer to Guardian Me as Gabby, um, so it's a little bit easier. Um, so uh, in this scenario, uh, there's God, I have so much to explain in this. There's also this thing called blocker. Uh, blockers are uh, short for art blockers. <laughs> which is like an old concept, but I just want to run with it because why not? Uh, art blockers are um, people that they're part of like a different organization. It's like yin and yang, guardians and art blockers. Art blockers make art blocks. Art blocks are this big, um, what's it called? Like gelatinous kind of looking. Uh, creatures, they're basically just clogged up ink. They're kind of shiny, they got like this oil spill effect, they eat anything organic, or like consumes anything organic, and if anyone aside from art blockers or guardians touches them, they can consume them or contaminate them, so um they kind of spread, they kind of split into two, and suddenly there's an art block with a person inside them that you can accidentally hurt if you hurt the art block. Uh, art blocks are sh- usually called slugs for short. Uh, so, uh, just to uh, refresh, Art blockers are called blockers for short, and art blocks, the inky monsters, are called slugs for short. Uh, in this scenario, an art blocker, which uh, the whole point of an art blocker is that they make art blocks, art blocks goes around uh, the artist or the creator of the universe. When an art block is in your universe, you get, <laughs> as the name implies, an art block which can help you figure out more of how your universe is gonna go further. It's basically forcing you to take a break from your universe to come up with new ideas. It's supposed to be healthy. And art blocks are usually supposed to only be placed in universes of creators where they absolutely need a break. But because art blocks are seen as a bad thing, art blockers get seen as a bad thing. They get a bad rep. So some art blockers break um, break when they get under the pressure of being seen as a horrible person, as a villain, and they become a villain. So in this scenario, a rogue art blocker, a rogue blocker, has decided that oh Gabby they're kind of popular as a guardian I'm gonna fuck with them so they figure out almost anything about them as they can and it's pretty easy because again in like canonically in the comic that I'm making there's gonna be that the comic is real in the comic universe as well it's a kind of a meta thing So, the blocker just reads the comic and figures figures out all the people that Gabby loves. 
And so he puts them into this guardian training ground and kind of just lets them be there. Of, of uh, Out of these people, there's also the supernatural guys from the first few chapters of the comic. Um, and at this point where this scenario is happening... Um, Gabby and the Supernatural guys have become pretty close. They basically become his second family. And so they're in the... All the people, like... And we're talking, like, everyone Gabby loves. Like, both fictional characters and some people from this universe. Like, YouTubers, actors, um, family members, uh, friends, colleagues. Lots of people in this scenario uh people like steven universe gravity falls characters uh as mentioned supernatural characters all of these people are for like just plopped into the training grounds that are not meant for mortal beings they're meant for guardians with like godlike powers and are immortal so all these mortal people are just dropped into the universe they're like <laughs> dropped into this guardian training ground and they get like at least four four rooms in and then they get into a kinky kinky a chinky situation and Sam and Dean call for Gabby he comes in he just poofs in because another thing about guardians is that uh, we have like charms or like um, tattoos or marks that you can give or put on people so that when they call your name with intention of calling you to them, you can hear them and then you can come in and help them in whatever they need. May it so just be opening a mason jar, doesn't matter. Uh, so they call him in, he realizes what's going on, and then the whole scenario is basically just they're going through this maze together, fighting stuff, learning about each other, talking to each other. Uh, another thing to mention is that every five to six rooms, every five slash six room is a bar. It's kind of like this like tavern-ish place with a stage and a little space to dance and then also a corner to uh, sit in a sofa-like place, a little sofa corner or a couch corner. And then there's also bathrooms and there's a room that leads into a hallway of bedrooms. And this whole scenario thing is something that, like, again, it's been, like, my kind of therapy, self-therapy session-ish. Because um, the people in that scenario are people I look up to, people I am uh, friends with, people I went to school with, uh, people I'm colleagues with family members and then it's kind of like this like therapy of 
getting to speak my mind getting to um, say things that I never would tell another soul but I get to tell it to people in this scenario in my dreamscape and then also um, getting to feel badass getting to feel like you kind of showing off getting to feel good about like hey look i'm cool and getting to feel like the people you look up to the people you work with the people you went to school with all of these people that you care about that you kind of like want validation from see may it be big or small um you kind of get to feel like a badass like kind of showing off the fact that you're happy you're finally in like the place that you want to be as a guardian like you you finally have the power to be strong the power to be tough you finally have you finally feel free and happy and the way you're supposed to be and there's something very therapeutic about that i also get to uh, let out a lot of frustration and aggravation in this scenario because it's fictional and if I feel whenever I feel aggravation of school stuff uh, I can imagine uh, my oldest classmates from t- first to tenth grade I can imagine getting to air out and yell out my frustration over things that happened that I didn't feel like should have happened I get to play with emotions in this scenario and universe I get to play play around with a lot of just different scenarios and feelings and again there's something super therapeutic about it and I've been thinking like because this is a this is a scenario that's been like I've been thinking about for at least five years and I was thinking about, okay, how do I, um, what, like, where in the timeline does this happen? There's also, uh, just short explanation, uh, later on in the story, um, there's gonna be this adoptive daughter that Gabby takes in, that is, they're both his and his boyfriend at the time's adoptive daughter, um, and, like, his husband, basically, not his boyfriend, but his husband, um, adoptive daughter and there's a room where they uh, interact with a dying alternate timeline version of her and that kind of spurs um, kind of shocks and traumatizes Gabby uh, she dies because there's this um, she had tra- she uh, got this disease that nobody can cure even like the like, king went everywhere but they couldn't cure the disease because the universe where the disease came from got deleted it got killed just totally just like out of yeah uh, and uh, I've been thinking like how could because like another thing I've been watching Lazy Town lately and I was thinking how could um, how could it happen that they get there? Because in the Lacey Town scenario, um, 
Gabby and his adoptive daughter lives there. Like they they moved there. So how does that connect with everything? Uh, and so I thought it would be great for the Lacey Town scenario to happen after um, the whole scenario with seeing um, June die, because that would then spur him to be like, I'm I never want her to get sick ever. So he decides to protect her by going to universes like Lacey Town, where. Um, he knows she'll be safe. And so with that, let's go into today's fandom talk, shall we? That was a bit of an abrupt ending of last segment, I'm sorry. I almost ran out of my 30-minute time. (laughs) Um... Yeah, fandom talk. <laughs> so, uh, I just said today's fandom, or like as you could probably tell, today's fandom talk is gonna be about Lacey Town. Um, which you might be like, wait, you went from supernatural to Lacey Town? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I haven't seen anything about anyone sending me. Um, fandom questions or suggestions so it's gonna be lazy town today um i've been i started watching it like two three weeks ago so like a little after i started uh, a little after last episode i started watching lazy town because i wanted to and i basically bought uh, HBO subscription, HBO Nordic subscription, purely for Lazy Town, because I couldn't find it anywhere fucking else, and they had all four seasons. So I was like, you know what? It's fucking worth it. Why not? Uh, so I've watched all of season one. I haven't gotten around to watch all of season two. I've kind of like s- taken a break. Um, but the weirdest thing about it, because Lacey Town was my favorite show when I was a kid. And the weirdest thing about starting to watch Lacey Town again is that I got dreams about memories that I had forgotten had happened in my childhood. Not bad memories good memories like good childhood memories started popping up again after i watched the show so clearly it was like the key to unlock some shit that i had totally forgotten about that's great that's lovely um and i revisited the fandom again because like when i watched it as a kid I didn't even know what fandom was. I didn't know what fandom was before around like 2012, maybe-ish? When I started like watching the internet, I think I was 10, 11, when I started watching YouTube and stuff and like learning what fandom was. And uh, last time I visited the fandom is at least like five six years ago 
And I remember, I remember seeing it and thinking it was fucking wild that such a wholesome show had the strangest fucking fandom to exist. And I'm like all for it, dude. Like, it is amazingly weird. And to learn so much, like, when I was a kid, I didn't think, like, for example, that there was a musical about it, or that, <laughs> or that there was a fucking video game that nobody fucking talks about, or that, like, there was abandoned characters. <laughs> I didn't even fucking know that it wasn't as Icelandic, because in the Norwegian dub, I don't think there's even a hint of, like, mention to Iceland, aside from, like, um, maybe talk about Icelandic coins, or um, whenever there's a reference to Iceland in the show itself. Uh, specifically one episode, there's, like, they're talking about, like, fucking Robbie is trying to uh, buy something from Stingy, uh, Spartacus, Spartacus's crystal, and he takes up comic books and a mug from Texas and a bag of coins from all over the world with Koad on it, which means Kuna, and then he mentions coins from all over the world, including Iceland. Like, that might be the only time in, like, Norwegian dub, like, when they when they mention Iceland in the original show, that might be the only time it is referenced in the Norwegian dub. But I don't... Like, I didn't know it was Icelandic because nothing else told you. Like, you would have had to know that. Or have someone tell you that to know. And, like, I already love Iceland, but just, uh, when I learned back, like, in, what, 2018? That it was, like, 2017-18, when I learned that it was Icelandic, I was like, whoa! Just another reason to love Iceland. Because, hell yes, I love Iceland. It's fucking awesome. But... Um, like, learning about Lissitown and the history of it is fucking wacky as fuck. And may I just say, Magnus Schebing is a fucking legend. <laughs> like, fucking man is fit, fit as fuck. He is gorgeous. For a fucking 50-something-year-old, he is goddamn drop-dead gorgeous. Also, fucking rip, and we miss you loads. Stefan. Like that, he's also a fucking legend of a man. Apparently, because like, here's the thing, the first time I heard about the, the fandom, I, someone said that, like, oh, uh, Stefan is not Icelandic, but apparently he is. 
Which I mean, Stefan Stefanson is like Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> um and like <laughs> apparently he was like he was Glanny Glapper, which um by the way, uh that was Robbie Rotten's name in the musicals and in the Icelandic dub it is Granny Glapper. Uh but apparently like I didn't I didn't I thought it was the same guy, but then like I was like, nah, there's no way. Cause like Stefan is way more of an Americanized accent uh, than Magnus has in the show. I haven't heard Magnus talk outside of the show, but I think he puts on the accent extra because of Spartacus. Cause like that's another lore bit. Um, Magnus was so distraught that they had to change so many things to make the TV show that like he he fucking clutched at anything he got to keep um, of Icelandicness. So like he probably just like like buttered on as much Icelandic accent as he could for Spartacus. Which is lovely. I am so sad that I was robbed of the Icelandic accent in the Norwegian dub. Like, they could have at least gotten an Icelandic person who can talk Norwegian to do the dub. Like, oh my god. (sighs) So I'm kind of mad about that. Um, Because as a Norwegian, (laughs) I know the fucking struggle of wanting to wanting people to know that hey i'm norwegian hi hey i'm norwegian hi how you doing i'm norwegian like you want people to know and apparently iceland is a lot of the same where it's like hey hi that's icelandic did you know that yeah like they get just like me apparently iceland icelandic people get fucking ecstatic whenever whenever they hear someone mention iceland I get the same when anyone mentions Norway. And like, the country has a lot of fucking problems. (laughs) Like, a lot. I'm very proud of being Norwegian. (laughs) Like, the weird patrioticness, you know? And... (sighs) May I just say, like, the musicals are fucking awesome, by the way. They're fucking amazing. (laughs) And, like, I don't remember much, because, again, I watched them back in 2018. Um, (laughs) But they're awesome. (laughs) And they're weird, but very nice. And I'm kind of sad that they cut so many characters. Like, I love the show. But I'm kind of mad that they cut so many characters. But like, anyways, to get back on like the, the fandom topic, um, <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, there's also a big part of the fandom is Sporta Robbie, which, if you can't tell, is the ship name Sporticus and Robbie Rotten. Um, 
And may I just say, it's actually kind of cute. Not gonna lie, it is kind of sort of cute. It is pretty fucking cute. <laughs> like, it's... That's all I can say, it's just cute. And I've read some fanfics, and I just... It's, it's great. I like it. <laughs> like, personally, I'm a bit more of, like, a self-shipper when it comes to Lazy Town. Like, I kind of like to read ex-readers when it comes to Lazy Town. But Robbie, the sport of Robbie, fucking cute. <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of wholesome. <laughs> Especially because, like, apparently, like, majority of the fanfics to what I've heard is um, at least a wholesome one. You have a lot of smut too, which you have with any fandom, but the wholesome one, the fluffy ones, uh, the majority of them are usually about, or like the plot-based ones, are usually about Robbie and Sporticus getting together and adopting the entire fucking town of kids. <laughs> like, they just adopt everyone. Another big part of the fandom is uh, Sportadad. Because, let's be honest, if you have watched the show as an adult, or recently, uh, you'll see that Sportacus is basically the dad of all the kids in town. You never see their parents anyways. The only two, the other, the only two other adults, is the mayor, and Bessie, and then you have Robbie, but like he's already mentioned, right? So like he's basically the entire town of kids' dad. <laughs> he's he's their dad. That's just the gist of it. And then Sparta Robbie is basically just like Robbie, and Spartacus and Robbie. Are, the, are their dads. <laughs> Which is very wholesome too. And like... There's also this thing... That I haven't caught up on yet. Um, but there's this uh, thing called... Lacey Rampa? Which is a crossover between... Danganronpa... Danganronpa... Uh, and... Lazy Town. And last time I checked, it was a Instagram account um, for for this, where they like they did the Instagram posts with Lacey Town characters and Lacey Town based OCs and characters, and they put them in the Danganronpa space uh, with a villain, and then. <laughs> they killed people off. Because that's what happens in Danganronpa. It, it basically just Danganronpa. But then you switch out the characters for Lazy Town characters. Bada boom, bada bing. Lazy Rampa. <laughs> but apparently, it has got a fucking pretty big following because if you search Lazy Town on, for example, TikTok. <laughs> you'll get cosplays of Lacey Rampa characters. Like, they'll have Lacey Rampa tagged, which is, like, wild to me. 
because to my understanding the, the fandom isn't that big it's not small by any means i'm in a small fandom at the moment uh dark side detective fandom is pretty fucking small compared to other fandoms but lacy town fandom is pretty small compared to like other fandoms that you see normally as a chill fandom but it's also again a weird one but it's kind of impossible not to be a weird fandom <laughs> when the source material is what it is another big part of the fandom is that um is in the original um musicals sporkus was an elf he was a sports elf that was his whole shtick that's why he came to town he was just jumping around he just happened to stop like he was just happening to walk by and the mayor was just yelling for help just like please anyone god help this town Spartacus just happened to be like flipping by so he's like you say you need help good sir and um so yeah um in the original in the original he was a sports elf and apparently i haven't checked but apparently in the icelandic dub he's also a sports elf which i don't get why like oh yeah you know icelandic dub he's a sports elf but in like the the original like not original but like in the english version like the quote unquote original uh filmed lacy town he's not he's just a slightly above average hero it's like bro <laughs> make your mind up <laughs> and like fucking so so that's another part of the fandom a big part of the fandom is that like oh yeah sparkus is an elf like it seems everyone in the lacy town fandom is just like agreed together that like yeah sparkus is an elf doesn't matter what anyone else says he's an elf <laughs> which is lovely maybe there's some some video somewhere of like magnus saying that and confirming it i don't know i haven't checked that much but apparently he's an elf and i'm all for it to be honest because again if you haven't um noticed i love um the supernatural and the spiritual and elves and fairies and fae are right upon that list <laughs> and um, like <laughs> like back when i first started rewatching and re-entering or like looking up the lazy town fandom i was kind of embarrassed because like oh it's 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 a children's show but then like now i kind of realize like i used to watch this show as a kid and also no matter what fucking fandom i get into there's always gonna fucking be other people into that fandom if you think i'm weird for being in that fandom or for looking up that fandom fucking so <laughs> like i just kind of realized like i mean people can think i'm a weirdo or a fucking <laughs> freak or a 
fucking creep for liking the show but like i've always liked the show <laughs> it's not like for example um say if i were to fucking like i didn't watch rugrats for example well that's a bad ex- fucking explanation uh fucking see pokeo for example i remember watching bits and pieces but say i never watched that and got into that now and just started watching it that would maybe be a little bit weird i mean you can't fault me because it's <laughs> on a streaming service so why the fuck not but it probably would have been a bit weird but being that lazy town is something i watched and has always loved it shouldn't be weird it's like i love i freaking sporticus was one of my first goddamn crushes so you can't really fault me for re-watching the series especially now that i'm like an actual adult like if i can i might not have been able to get with sporticus when i was a child but i am 18 now <laughs> nothing can stop me <laughs> aside from the fact that he's a fictional character but fucking <laughs> semantics you know it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So like, I just and, and it's another thing that's weird. Like when you're into like children's show, like Lazy Town, unless someone has seen Lazy Town at the same time as you did, no one's really gonna want to talk about it either. Which is another thing I'm glad I have this podcast for because I get to like kind of talk about it and be like hey i'm into lazy town again how are you doing <laughs> and like i haven't like done a deep dive but like i've looked a bit at the fandom and it's just it's so delightful it's strange and weird but delightful <laughs> and the fan art is chef's kiss it's just great like i the next thing on my agenda is to look if there's any fan games because that would be fucking pog and then also streaming that would be twice as pog oh the ideas the possibilities welcome we really hit it so yeah that's gonna be great um I don't know if I have anything more to talk about, really, about it. I just wanted to, like, bring up Lazy Town. Uh, if you haven't watched Lazy Town, if you're, if you're like me, 18 or older, and you used to watch Lazy Town as a kid, I recommend to go and give it another shot. Give it another watch. Because it's, like, I mean, I'm a special breed. <laughs> I can watch super trashy movies and TV series and like like them and be entertained by them. So maybe it's just me, but like I like when you watch stuff you used to watch as a kid, uh usually nostalgia will take you through it and kind of at least watch a few episodes. Like if you remember an episode like very well, try watching that episode cuz like it's just something so wholesome. It's like 
I'm used to action-packed shows by now, and like, there's something so chill about like watching Lacey Town, like a chill, just children show about just a slightly above-average hero saving people from falling off ladders and just like rock. Like another thing I've noticed is that like Robbie Rotten. Is way more fucking aggressive <laughs> than I fucking remember. Cause like I remember like oh his schemes used to be like dumb and kind of like silly and that they didn't do anything, but like his schemes were way more brutal in idea. Like he never his schemes never worked, but they were way more brutal than I remember them. <laughs> like it's like actually kind of wants to kill Sporticus kind of brutal <laughs> which is honestly kind of fucked like that's scuffed what the fuck Robbie <laughs> I think because I've seen clips of later seasons I realized I've only watched season one when I was a kid so I haven't seen season two and three and four which is why I'm re-watching, obviously, because I want to see the rest of the seasons. But I remember seeing clips of later seasons where his schemes aren't as bad. So he, like, they really fucking pumped the aggressive schemes in season one. <laughs> like, Jesus. Um, so that's fucking great. Um, yeah. I just wanted to talk about it because it's like the show I've gotten into right now uh, to watching and I just thought it would be interesting going from Supernatural to like Lazy Town is quite the fucking jump but you know it's great I don't know what to talk about next episode uh, maybe like could do Miraculous Ladybug, or My Hero Academia, or Steven Universe or something. Those are the ones I watched before Supernatural, and they've also come out with more episodes, I believe. Uh, Steven Universe is done, but Miraculous Ladybug and My Hero, I think, has come out with more episodes that I haven't seen. So I could, like, maybe we could do that next time. Or... If you're listening and you have a fandom, you want to tell me to look into or a series you want me to watch so we can talk about it here, uh, like, troll me a DM. Uh, I'm on most social medias as at G underscore Volden, V-O-L-D-E-N. Uh, that's on most places you can find me uh, and then there should also be if you're listening on Spotify uh, there should be a little thing under the description uh, a link to where you can send me messages and then you can either send in on any of my social media in DMs or you can at me uh, or you can send me a message through the link in the description. 
so yeah that's fandom talk i think <laughs> uh, again i'm sorry if i'm scatterbrained because <laughs> i'm kind of tired and i almost never remember what i said two seconds ago so that's fucking great <laughs> yeah that's fandom f- talk for today uh so we'll go over to summaries and shout outs and goodbyes all three segments i think introductions and stuff and golden verse and fandom talk um as i said a little bit about last episode um that's about how this is gonna go um that's like the segments that's gonna be in the episode um this one is gonna be pretty long i'm sorry um hopefully later down the line uh when i get my stuff set up i can uh, record it on reaper or some other uh, software right now i'm recording on the anchor website um and then i only have like 30 minutes uh to talk (laughs) i'm quite the rambler so right i don't you know, <laughs> 30 minutes doesn't doesn't fit for me. <laughs> um, maybe also later down the line we can do like live podcasts. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, so this is how it's gonna like be built up uh, with like just a little introductions, uh, how I've been through the week. Uh, maybe some messages and stuff uh, either in the beginning in the first segment or in this segment at the end Uh, again messages can be sent to me either in DMs on Twitter or Instagram Uh, and it can be sent uh, at least if you're on Spotify I believe I don't know with other uh, podcast apps but if you're listening to this on Spotify uh, there should be a link uh, right below the description where you can uh, click that and you get sent to a page where you can send me either voice recording or messages, I believe. So you can, like, later down the line if we get messages and stuff, I will either shout them out here in this last segment or in the first segment. Uh, if you have any fandom talks, any fandom you want me to talk about, series you want me to watch and then talk about just send them my way (laughs) Uh, my social media is uh, as i said on most places at g underscore v o l d e n Uh, that's at g bolden Uh, and again messages on spotify in the link in the description or under this description. <laughs> so, yeah. This is uh, the last segment. I'm just gonna talk about things I didn't think I got time for in the other ones. 
and a little shout outs and goodbyes um as i usually do i'm gonna shout out some buddies of mine uh if you're in for uh some chill streams um about list uh some random games here and there you should check out real rahim he's a buddy of mine he's a streamer buddy uh he's pretty chill streams pretty cool dude you should go check him out uh that's h uh, www.twitch.tv slash real rahim r a h e m pretty cool uh and then there's also my podcast buddies uh who's been doing this for <laughs> quite a few years um for Telestorm. if you are norwegian uh or understand norwegian or just up for some norwegian gibberish if you don't understand norwegian um you should check out for Telestorm. Uh, they talk about a little bit of everything. Uh, they upload now and again. <laughs> they are pretty cool. Um, they talk about... Uh, they joke around a bit. They talk about politics sometimes. They talk about just random stuff sometimes. They have a game show sometimes. Pretty cool. I've uh, watched them for some time. Uh, and listen to them for some time and they're pretty fucking fun uh, and they also do their podcast live so you can find them at www.twitch.tv slash for telestorm on twitch uh, they go live uh, they do their podcast live and read up chat and it's pretty fucking cool uh, I hope to do that sometime <laughs> When I do get listeners, when we're uh, when we grow a bit, maybe I'll do it live. That would be pretty fun. Uh, but for now, we're just doing it this way. Uh, so yeah, there's those two. Uh, I don't know the the updates on Castro Star's um, novel. I haven't checked recently, but. I think it should be available for pre-order or at least to be viewed on most um, on like Apple books and uh, Google books so that's cool uh, I think I pre-ordered it uh, you should do too it's called deep within uh, you'll probably find it if you um, if you search Castro Star with a C. Um, but yeah, those are the shoutouts. Um, they're friends of mine, or at least mutuals. I call them friends because I feel like they're friends. Maybe I'm just a mutual, but hey, that's how it is being friends. You don't know where you really stand on the friendship spectrum. But to me, they're friends. <laughs> Because we know each other and we can talk and they're pretty fucking cool people and they're doing cool shit you should check them out um 
Is there anything else I forgot to say? Uh, I'm trying to do music. Uh, you might want to look out for that. Again, if I end up doing music, it's probably going to be under G. Walden on Spotify. Um, <laughs> the only thing I'm missing, really, is a MIDI keyboard. Uh, I have a keyboard, but it's so fucking old. It's older than me, I believe. Um, it's so old that it does not have a um, a MIDI output nor chord. Uh, it's a Casio. What is it? Casio CTK. 230 230 it's a fucking old Bertha uh, and <laughs> so I need a new one I found one uh, it's gonna cost me about 600 because the keyboard itself is almost 400 the cheapest I can find uh, at its size and then the shipping <laughs> is 200 to Norway. That's just fucking great, but I guess I'll have to deal, because it's a pretty cheap keyboard. Um, other keyboards at that size at other places cost about that price for just a keyboard. So, I'm probably gonna have to spend some money and get that, because I wanna make music, and I wanna do this, and I wanna get the comic going, and hopefully someday I can do all three and make a living out of it. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> um, but for now, we're doing it for free. <laughs> and it's just as fun. I do this because I like it. I started this because I wanted an outlet to talk and start a conversation. And hopefully have someone actually listen to me for once. <laughs> Oof. Depressed. No, but yeah, then, or yes, but <laughs> um. So yeah, gonna probably start music. Uh, either like maybe two episodes from now, I'm gonna shout out music on Spotify. You never know. Um, maybe I'll have some new tattoos I can talk about. Uh, that's another thing. I uh, got a tattoo gun uh, from my sister. She bought me a tattoo gun. And uh, now I have a tattoo gun. <laughs> and yesterday I touched up on all my tattoos that I needed either to fill in with color or that I just wanted to fill in because they were blotchy and honestly it went way better than I thought it was gonna go um, the only tattoo I think I overworked was one that's the one that I packed most color into um, and like I know they say do not tattoo on yourself the first time, like, if I can get a fake skin, but 
being that I've t- stick and poked, I c- and watching a lot of videos before I got the gun, uh, I knew kind of how deep I was gonna go. And being that I have done it on myself, you kind of feel how light you have to work. Like you feel that like you don't have to press on the gun really. You like just lightly press. Like you don't have to like fucking force it. Just I kind of got to feel firsthand how um, how light or not light you have to press to get a result. And uh, honestly, tattooing with a gun is fucking fun. Like. It's not as daunting. It doesn't hurt as much as stick and poking. Because it doesn't take as much time. And, like, maybe it is because I've stick and poked before that doesn't really hurt as much. But, like, it's just, I don't know. It's really fun. (laughs) That's another thing I want to do someday. Being a tattoo artist would be fucking pog. Getting tattoos and then giving people tattoos would be awesome. Because, like, I've always liked tattoos. I've always wanted tattoos. So, it's fucking cool as shit. Um, but yeah. I don't think I have more to talk about. I've done the topics. Um, we've shouted at people. Uh, if you want to shout out uh, yourself... You could, again, send me a message on uh, any social media, or most social media, um, under at G underscore Walden, um, V-O-L-D-N, and uh, send me, like, info about what you want to shout out, if it's yourself or something you're doing. I'll look it up, I'll check into it, and then I could give you a shout-out. Not that it's gonna give (laughs) much press, (laughs) but, you know, any press counts. (laughs) Uh, Any shout-out is a good shout-out, right? As long as it's not fucking bad (laughs) shout-out. But yeah. So... Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I hope you wonderful, beautiful starling have a wonderful rest of your week, day, night, year, and just general life. (laughs) And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.